Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Thank you so much for coming back to spend just a little bit of time with me today. And I really hope that this is an episode that helps you overcome challenges, whether they are challenges in your own household, challenges when you go out with friends, challenges when you go to work or you're at a family function or anything like that, because this is all about living into your potential. And I know that you are capable of creating so much. And it's just about taking advantage of little opportunities to do just that. So we're going to talk about what seems to be a pretty common challenge. And, and it's coming because I have received a few emails lately from people who are asking how you go about successful fat loss or successfully improving your food choices when you don't have support. Some people email because maybe their spouse is not very supportive and maybe they are regularly bringing home ice cream or takeout. Their spouse's goals and food habits are different from the ones that they're trying to establish. Or maybe uh, their friends are encouraging them, oh, come on, live a little, have the pizza, like have the drink, who cares, start tomorrow, live a little bit, right? And, and even emails from people who feel like they're being downright discouraged, People don't believe in them and kind of tease them about their weight loss efforts. But all of these emails, all of these questions, they have one thing in common, and that's what they're asking. And they're, what they're asking is, I don't have the support that I want or that I think I need, so what do I do? Either, how do I get the people in my life to support me, or how do I do it without their support? I actually don't think that you should try to get the people in your life on board. I don't. I'm going to say that again. I don't think you should try to get the people in your life on board. Don't get me wrong. If you tell your spouse or your sister or your best friend that you want to start making better food choices and they're all about it and they want to help, I think that's great. I think that's fantastic. I'm not saying, hey, how about you just like make fun of my weight every day and that'll be cool. No, that's not what I mean. If you tell somebody and they are all about it and want to support you, congratulations. I think that's awesome. But more often than not, we sort of try to like push people, especially significant others, into doing it our way. And if they don't, we feel like that means we can't be as successful and I don't think that's true, right? My personal belief, and this does not come from any kind of cynicism, I think it comes from a place of strength, my personal belief is that you do not need anyone to support you in order to live your best life. And I think that is an empowering thing because if we don't have support and we feel like we need it, 
then we won't do what we could do. And what I'm saying is you can do it anyway. Even if you have no support, even if people in your life are antagonizing you about whatever you want to do, you can do it anyway. You do not need anybody to support you or understand what you're trying to do in order to improve your choices. You don't. You are fully in control of this one. And I also believe that cultivating the strength to improve your choices when you don't have support is a huge, huge asset. Huge. Seriously. Let's say just for example that your spouse is super on board. They're really, really supportive and you guys work together to clean out the cabinets and he or she encourages you and eats whatever you eat. They don't bring home any foods that tempt you. They support you getting up early to go to the gym or doing food prep on the weekends. That's wonderful. But with that, have you learned to handle adversity? Have you developed the strength and the confidence and the independence and the resilience to make great choices when someone isn't on your side. So what I'm saying is building this confidence, this strength, this resilience, and this independence when you don't have support is actually a huge asset, right? Have you, when everything is working in your favor and your friends are supportive and your family is supportive and, you know, everybody's just encouraging you, have you developed calmness and strength in the face of temptation or are you living in a bubble? A lot of people feel like they need to create that bubble where, you know, the pantry is cleaned out and there's no temptation. And as soon as somebody brings cookies in, they pierce the bubble, you're like screwed and thrown off kilter. No. Do you have the same confidence, the same determination? Let's say your spouse constantly brings home stuff that tempts you. And you practice day after day, time after time, saying, I'm choosing my goals and I'm choosing what makes me feel my best. Don't you then have more confidence and determination and strength when somebody brings in donuts to work or when the bread basket comes out at the restaurant? You absolutely have more confidence and more determination and more independence and belief in yourself than the person that lives in the bubble, right? So I actually see these challenges with lack of support as an asset. And the other thing that's hugely value about, valuable about this, if you don't have support, and you practice improving your choices anyway and living into your best life anyway, then you are teaching yourself to focus on what you do have control of instead of focusing on what you don't have control of. Because if you let it stop you when your friends are giving you a hard time or your spouse isn't supporting you, then your focus is on what is outside of your control. And guess what? There are always going to be a hundred million things outside of your control that you can't do anything about. So when you say... Um, I don't need anybody to be on my side to do this. I'm in control of my choices. Then you're training yourself to focus on what is in your control and not focus on what is not in your control. I see these challenges of lack of support or even people who give you a hard time as a tool. This can and will be an asset for you, something that makes you better if you choose to see it that way and if you'll stop complaining about it and stop wishing things were different, right? I'll say it again just to be clear. If you have support, I think that's awesome. And if you don't, I think that might actually be better. Think about it this way. Imagine that you're a runner, okay? And you move to a neighborhood that has like this perfect running path. There are sidewalks. The city clears the snow and the ice. There are mile markers. It's flat. There's great scenery. Awesome. 
that's that's legitimately really cool. But then you move to the hills and there are no running paths and you end up on rockier terrain and there's lots of hills and you can either complain about moving away from that perfect training scenario or you can work with what you've got now. And if you do that, if you work with what you've got now, you'll actually improve. Those hills and the rough terrain and the weather trudging through the snow, that will improve your fitness, improve your abilities as a runner. And on top of that, It'll make you more resilient because now you train regardless of the conditions. So you're physically stronger and you're mentally stronger. Whatever the obstacle is, don't resent it. See it as a tool. Don't see it as a barrier. See it as a tool. You guys know that one of my favorite books is The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. And I will link to that over in the show notes at primalpotential.com. But that title is really true. The obstacle is the way, it is the path. It's the reason to move forward and it's what can help you move forward. It's not a barrier unless you let it be a barrier. If you embrace the obstacle, the lack of support, and leverage it for practice instead of complaining about it or using it to justify inaction or justify excuses, you get better. Think about it. Who is stronger and less likely to give in to temptations that they wanted to resist, right? The person who has all the support or the person who is practicing without support and overcoming these things day in and day out and day in and day out. No question, right? The woman who makes great choices that she's really, really proud of on the night that her husband brings home her favorite loaf of fresh cinnamon bread. And she says, you know what? I think I'll feel better without that. So thanks for being super thoughtful, but I'm going to say no for now because I think I'll just feel better tomorrow if I don't have that. That person is developing way more strength than the person that lives in the bubble with all the support, right? The person who keeps their house totally free from anything that tempts them because they're just not strong enough. Well, what happens when they go out to eat and the bread basket comes out? They feel totally ill-equipped. They feel out of their comfort zone because their comfort zone is based on lack of temptation. But that's not real life, guys. The more we are faced with things that tempt us, the more we practice that strength, practice. That doesn't mean perfection. It means repeated practice, the stronger we are. And I use that cinnamon bread example because there was a conversation just a few days ago inside one of my Fat Loss Fast Track groups with a woman who shared that she was really, really frustrated, like angry, that her husband brought home some treat that she was really tempted by. And she was she was pissed. She felt like it wasn't fair and it was disrespectful and not supportive. It's only not fair and disrespectful if you believe you deserve Someone who honors your food priorities, your food choices. Look, your food priorities aren't somebody else's. And I don't think it's fair to expect that they should be. We're all on different journeys. And you know what? See it as a gift, right? We're not the food police. And we do not need a pure food environment in order to make great choices. We can see it as what it was. Like maybe they were trying to be thoughtful and do something sweet for us. And in the past, we would have loved it. And now we're supposed to just expect that they know that That's not what we want. Or maybe they just wanted to enjoy it. Great. Good for them. Right? This is an opportunity for us to develop a skill that we're going to need to be successful for the rest of our lives and feel really confident in our ability to be stronger than whatever temptation is placed in front of us. And several people commented, throw it away. I'd throw it away. 
dude, put yourself in the other person's shoes. I will tell you for me, if I brought home something that I was really looking forward to indulging with, like something I really look forward to, and my partner threw it away, I mean, at I, I would probably feel a lot of things, including like, oh, that wasn't for you, that was for me, so what are you doing throwing it away? And and like, you're not my food police. It is an opportunity. Use that, right? It doesn't mean that you have to have it because it's there. If you want to be successful and feel stronger than any temptation in front of you, you're going to have to face those situations and practice strength Maybe an improvement for you is you have, you know, a few bites of whatever that special thing is that they brought. Maybe the improvement is that you don't have any at all. But regardless, you can choose to see it as practice. This building this strength and this independence and this belief in yourself, this discipline, it doesn't happen overnight, right? You'll certainly indulge when you wish you hadn't. It is a practice. Earn the strength. Earn the discipline. Build the consistency choice by choice. Speaking of um, the book, The Obstacle is the Way, it's based around, you know, classical stoicism. And um, one of the common people quoted in there is Epictetus. And there's a quote from Epictetus, uh, and I don't know whether it's in the book or not, but, but it comes from Epictetus, that I think of every time I see these kinds of conversations where people are upset that somebody's not supporting them the way they think they need to be supported. And the Epictetus quote goes like this. If someone succeeds in provoking you, Realize that your mind is complicit in the provocation. If someone succeeds in provoking you, realize that your mind is complicit in the provocation. So somebody can't just piss you off. You have to engage. You have to choose a negative perspective on it, right? Think about this kind of reframe. Your spouse brings home something that tempts you, maybe your favorite ice cream. You could say, trying to show love because in the past I would be really really excited about that and really grateful and and how grateful am I that they're trying to show love or maybe the other thing is they brought home ice cream for themselves and period the end there's nothing more to it I don't need to load in all of these emotional interpretations or another way to see it is you know this is a great opportunity for me to practice and you could either practice, I'm not going to have any at all, and I'm going to build strength that way. Or you could practice, let's see if I can develop a healthier response to this. Maybe normally when they bring home the ice cream, we sit there with two spoons and demolish the whole pint. And maybe my improvement tonight is, hey, why don't we each get a bowl? Or you do whatever the heck you want, but I'm going to get a bowl and have a couple of scoops and really savor it and pay full attention and not mindlessly eat the pint while we're watching Netflix. Maybe this is my opportunity to practice an improvement. There's so many other ways you can see it, but if you are provoked by somebody, you need to understand that your mind is complicit in the provocation. You're loading in all of this other stuff like, oh my gosh, seriously, I'm trying to lose weight and here you go bringing in this ice cream? Don't see it that way because ultimately this is a chance for you, right? I say all the time that every single day is full of chances disguised as choices. And so this is a chance for you to build some strength that quite frankly, you need. So thank them. Whether you say, no thanks, I'm gonna skip it tonight. Or you say, "Let you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a bite of this. I'm gonna have a spoonful of this. I'm gonna have half as much as I would normally have. It's all about how you see it in your perspective, right? 
Maybe you just say, you've given me a really great opportunity to practice, so thanks, because I know I need that. People and situations and words only have as much power as you give them, right? We make the, the snarky comment from a friend or the thing the spouse brought home that tempts us or the cookies in the break room. We make these things larger than life when we put so much focus on them. Success is not about creating this perfect environment and setting yourself up for success through purity. And it's not even being, it's not even about being like so hardcore that you can stare down a plate of cookies without flinching. It's about knowing what to focus on and what not to focus on, right? It's about knowing what is in your control, your choices, and what is not in your control, what anybody else does or says or thinks, right? There's your circle of control, the things you are in control of, what you put in your mouth, how you think, and then there's what everybody else does. And you get to choose what you give your energy and attention to. I've mentioned to you guys there is a, a CrossFit coach. He's pretty amazing, one of the, one of the best um, in the world, I would say. And he trains some of the athletes that have gone on to win the CrossFit Games. And one of the things he did was he had them write down a list of 101 things that could go wrong at the CrossFit Games. So like um, they could get hurt or the weather could be bad or it could be really, really hot or somebody else could have a, a breakout performance that shocks everybody or, you know, a machine could break while they're on the rower. It could totally die on them. So they came up with this list of 101 things that could go wrong. And then once they had the list, which included, I think, shark attacks because there's an ocean swim, they categorized them by ones they could control and ones they couldn't control. And then they decided for all the ones they couldn't control, they weren't going to give them any more thought or attention. And for all the ones they could control, they were going to create a plan for them. And one of the things that Ben Bergeron says to his athletes is, embrace the adversity. It's coming. Things are going to be difficult, but don't make them worse by complaining and whining and saying that it's not fair. Like, don't make a temptation harder on yourself by saying, I should have people that are more supportive. Embrace the adversity. It's coming. Use it to make yourself stronger. And when you do, you win. Because no matter what anybody brings around you, no matter what anybody says or does or doesn't say or doesn't do, you have control over what you put in your mouth. You have control over your attitude. You have control over how much sleep you get, over how you spend your time, right? You do not and will not ever have control over what other people bring into your home, into your work, or over what other people say or do or believe. What they say, what they choose, what they do, that's about them. It's not about you. That falls into the list of things you can't control. And it would be a terrible waste of your time and energy and effort to try and control these things that aren't yours to control, right? So don't give it your attention. Don't make it more powerful. Stay in where you have control. Stay in where you have control. One of the things I say, because people do this to me all the time too. Oh, come on, Elizabeth, live a little. Is it going to kill you to have X, Y, and Z? And I don't... Give it life by giving it attention. I don't need to explain why I do or why I don't or why it's important. I don't need to say, hey, can you please respect my choices? And no, I, you do you, I'll do me, period, the end. And it's not this evolved perspective because I have a superpower. It's just, it's just a choice we all have. Somebody else's negativity isn't yours. It's not yours to carry, right? 
Somebody else's food issues, they're not yours. Somebody else's food choices, they're not yours to carry. Somebody else's judgment is not your burden to bear. Your life is yours. Your choices are yours. Their choices are theirs. So stay in the lane of your impact, your choices, what you have control over. And tell yourself that your keys to success are being strong and resilient and knowing that you have control over what choices you make no matter where you are and what's going on. That will make you stronger. So when things happen that seem hard, this is a chance. I need to be strong and resilient. And the only way to develop those skills are through practice. So this is actually a gift, right? You don't have to choose to be a victim of what other people do around you. You don't have to choose to give that any energy or attention. There are legitimate things in life to complain about. Your spouse bringing home ice cream is not one of them. Your friends telling you to live a little isn't one of them. Use it as a tool to develop strength, right? Use it as a tool to develop strength. You are fully in control of your choices, whether you have all the support or none of it. And one will set you up to build strength that will carry you through any situation. So see it as an asset. Love you guys. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.